You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode number 48, how to deal with finding secrets after their death. Hey there, friends. How are you? I hope you're having a great week week. So glad you're here with me today. Okay. I want to talk about this discussion about finding secrets after your loved one's death, because I think it's an important topic to discuss. I think a lot of survivors deal with this, right? Where after their past passing, you find out a lot of information that you just didn't know about your loved one. And a lot of times through this, you find out secrets that can be really challenging to hear and to find out about. And I think it's a topic that denotes discussion because it is so common that family members after their loved one has passed will find out all of this information. And it really complicates the grief process because not only are you dealing with the emotions and the feelings of losing a loved one due to suicide, but you're also dealing with finding out information about your loved one that you just didn't know. And that can be very painful. It can be excruciating at times, especially if the secrets are really dark. And I have found with working with survivors of suicide loss that this actually comes up quite frequently because I think we all can agree that when someone dies by suicide, they typically make that choice from a pretty dark place, right? They're in a pretty dark mental space. And with that definitely comes with some backstory and some things that a lot of people who die by suicide choose not to share. And so there's this information that tends to surface when someone passes, right? Because once someone does die, there's no one around to try to cover up or hide it anymore. And so it can be overwhelming in a way because all of these things will surface. And and as a survivor of suicide loss, dealing with the loss of a loved one due to suicide and then finding out all of this information can truly be a challenge. And so I thought today we would have an honest and frank discussion about finding out secrets after their death. Okay. So first of all, when we are finding out secrets, okay, sometimes they can be simple secrets, right? 
maybe while you're going through their possessions, you find out some things. Maybe you found a journal and you were reading some of the entries. Maybe you were going through their cell phone or their emails or letters they have written or just things, just conversations they had with other people, right? Text exchanges, Facebook messages. There's so different, so many different avenues of ways that we can really find out some of these things that our loved one hid from us. And so a lot of times we'll find these things as we're cleaning out their stuff and we're going through things and we'll stumble across something and it really can feel very devastating, right? It can feel like in a sense, like you're being stabbed, right? Because it just hits you and you don't even expect it, right? Sometimes when we're dealing with finding out secrets, right? We can discover some very complex secrets, right? For some, you might find out that your partner had been living a secret life. I've heard this come up where their husband or their wife died by suicide and they find out all of this information about their spouse. Maybe they were having an extramarital affair Maybe they were hiding an exorbitant amount of debt. Maybe they were dealing with some things that the spouse never knew about. Maybe they were having complex issues at work and you're finding out all of these things about your spouse. And when that comes up for the surviving spouse, it can be real challenging, right? Because what you thought you knew didn't turn out to be what was real. And it can be very painful. You, you, you can go through a lot of emotions, right? You can go through a lot of pain, right? And this can happen with any type of relationship, right? I've seen parents go through this where they find out some of these groups that their children were associated with, and they didn't know that they were being bullied or they were being ostracized by different organizations, or they were really struggling with church, or they had some real struggles with a relationship that they were having, or they were dealing with drugs or something like that. And they'll find out this information after they've passed. Maybe it was a sibling who I know for me, it was my sister. And I remember asking a lot of information with people that she talked to, and I was finding out things that I never knew. And so these things do come up, right? These secrets, the things that they were doing without you around, the things they didn't choose to share with you, right? And it can be very painful to go through this. So I thought it would be a really good idea to discuss what you can do to help soften the pain of finding out these shocking secrets after your loved one dies. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. The first thing I always recommend with survivors of suicide loss is just to allow yourself time to process the secrets that you have found out about. Okay. Especially if you uncover some dark secret. Okay. Because I think that a lot of times 
we don't want to address it because we just want to get on with our grieving process. But the truth is you can't really fully grieve if you haven't addressed the secret. Okay. So for example, say for example, your loved one was having extramarital affair. Okay. It's really important to confront that because it will get in the way of really processing grief like you really want to, right? Because the goal of getting to the end of the grief process is to find acceptance and to find meaning. But it would be super challenging if you have the feelings that come from finding out that your loved one was having an affair. Okay. So it's really important to just give yourself some time to really process what you're finding out. Okay. Now, once you have really narrowed it down to what you're finding out and you've processed it and you're really allowing yourself time and you're feeling the emotions of it, I want you to ask yourself a question if it really matters, okay? Sometimes the secret that we find out doesn't matter as much as we think it does, okay? Maybe the secret is something like your son was seeing this girlfriend that he hid from you for a long time, okay? Now, I really want you to think about it, okay? and decide if that secret really matters that much, okay? Because sometimes we do tend to make this story a lot bigger than it really needs to be. And if we are really honest with ourselves, sometimes whatever it is, the secret that they were hiding from you, okay? Maybe they were hiding a bank account from you. Maybe they were hiding a relationship that they didn't want you to know about, or maybe they were just hiding a job that they were doing. Okay. Sometimes those things aren't really helpful to be too worried about. Okay. You get to decide if you want to worry about those things. You get to decide if you, if it matters to you, but I really want you to be honest with yourself and just ask yourself if it really does matter because it's important A lot of times we create a lot of unnecessary pain for ourselves if we decide that things really matter that you really shouldn't put that much energy into, okay? The third thing I want to talk about is really get some help with clearing out personal items, okay? I think this piece is very good because when a family member really hides big things, right? The big parts of their personal lives. And it does have a potential to hurt you. It might be worth having someone help you clear out their personal items. So say for example, your loved one was having the marital affair. Okay. If you have someone help go through the items, if the other person that's helping you find out more of that information, maybe they can help to hide it for a little bit because sometimes finding out too much information all at once can be so overwhelming. Okay. 
just finding out information in one big blow can be really excruciatingly painful. And a lot of us aren't equipped to really handle all of that at once. So it might be really useful and helpful to have somebody help you clear out their personal items. So in case they do find something they can help, even though they know the information and they plan, you could ask them to please plan to tell you what you find out, but just give you some time and space it out. So you're not overwhelming yourself with too much information all at once. Okay. Another thing I highly suggest is to just confide in someone you really trust. Okay. Now that could be a friend that could be a sister that could be your mom. That could be your spouse. It could be a counselor or a coach. Okay. Just finding someone that can really help you deal with living with the pain, right? That are not judgmental, that you really truly trust. Okay. Because sometimes we have to just get it off of our chest, right? It's when we find out these secrets and we're internalizing them and we're feeling all of the emotions and feeling all of the pain of learning this stuff, it can be overwhelming. And I think it really helps to just talk it out. Okay. So I really think it's a great idea to just find someone you truly trust that you can ask to just, Hey, listen, I've got some secrets that I found out about my loved one. I want you to listen to it because I just need someone I really trust to get it off my chest, to help me understand it. I think it is very helpful to talk it through because when we're thinking a lot of thoughts in our mind, we don't even understand sometimes what we're even thinking because the thoughts just seem to come and come and come. And we start thinking and thinking and it spirals, right? And it really is challenging to overcome. So just speaking it out loud, sharing it with someone you trust can really help organize how you're thinking about what you have found out. So I think it's a really great idea to find someone, a therapist, a coach, a, just a professional, a good friend, somebody that you can just get it out with that can help you process your newly discovered information that you've learned. Okay. The next thing I suggest is to seek answers when needed. Okay. I think this is so important because a lot of times when we're trying to figure out these answers. So say for example, and I know I've done this too, where I find out some information and I feel like I need to get to the bottom of it. And so I would talk to everybody and anybody that would know anything. And sometimes that can be useless. Okay. Sometimes that can be a waste of energy. But other times it can be very helpful. So it's really important to discern for yourself, okay, if the 
answers you're looking for are truly necessary. Okay. And if they are, I think it's a great idea to seek those. Okay. Because once you find more answers to whatever it is, it will help you to get clearer, right? And will help you to understand it a little more, which can really help with the healing process. Okay. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is forgiveness. Okay. Now I know everybody says you just need to forgive. The forgiveness is for you, right? And it's not for them, that sort of thing. And while that it is all true, it can be super challenging for those of us when we discover these secrets to find a place or a space where we can actually offer forgiveness, right? And I think it's important to talk about this piece because it's the hardest part, in my opinion. I think when we find out all of this information, right, we feel very betrayed. And sometimes we feel that these secrets that we find out are unforgivable, which can be super, super challenging for us to get to a place of forgiveness. Okay. But forgiveness is absolutely essential. Okay. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is absolutely essential. It's the only way we're going to be able to move past it and heal. It's the only way. It's a very challenging part of dealing with this, right? It's not the piece of grief that we really talk much about because when we're dealing with grief, we're talking about the grieving process without knowing that our loved one had secrets that they were keeping from us. But when they do keep secrets, then we have to get to a place of forgiveness. And a lot of times it feels very impossible, right? And so What I always recommend if you're there, if you're in this space that I'm talking about where you found out a bunch of secrets or you found out one big secret that you are just really struggling to deal with, right? Or to even think about getting into a place of forgiveness. What I want to suggest is just to make a decision to forgive. Okay. That doesn't mean you have forgiven them. It just means that you have decided that you will forgive this person. Okay. Now I like to preface this by saying that you won't be doing this overnight, right? This process might be slow, but eventually after you've made that decision, okay, you'll start to find ways where you'll be able to let go piece by piece the pain. Okay. Won't happen overnight. Might not happen in the first few weeks, might not happen in the first few months. Okay. It might take a long time, but that's okay. A big part of forgiveness, right? Is deciding to do it. Okay. 
I think it's really interesting because forgiveness has been something that a lot of people bring up. There's so many quotes on it, right? A lot of religious leaders speak to this idea of forgiveness and the way that it's spoken about and the way that it's talked about seems to assume that it is just something that you will naturally come by, but that's not the truth. We have to consciously decide it. We have to decide this is what we're going to do. So that is the absolute first step is just to make a decision that you are going to do it. And it's really interesting. There's so much power behind decision-making. There really is. It's truly powerful for us. Once we have made a decision about something, we tend to move forward with it. Think about it for a minute. If you decide you're going to go on this vacation, once you make a decision, you're going to do it. You're going to start making your plans, right? You're going to start deciding what you're going to buy, where you're going to go, what you're going to prepare. You're going to get your airline tickets. You're going to book your hotels. You're going to do your research, right? You're going to start really working towards it because you've decided you're going to go on this vacation, right? It's the same with forgiveness. Once you've decided that you're going to forgive someone, then all of a sudden you, your brain is open to finding the way to do it. Okay. So that's what I like to say about forgiveness. And lastly, I want to talk about listening to others experiences. Okay. Because I think that when we are listening to those who are going through the same thing or who've gone through the same thing, it helps us to not feel so alone, that we're not the only ones that are going through through it, right? Because when we feel like we're going through it all by ourselves, that this is just unique to us, it really leaves us with a lot of shame and anger and bitterness. And sometimes it can be super frustrating, right? But when we're dealing with it and we're sharing our stories and we're listening to other people's experiences, it helps us to feel like we're not so alone in the experience. Because here's the truth. There are a lot of survivors of suicide loss who are dealing with this exact same thing. Okay. So I think it's important to hear, listen to other people's experiences that have gone through something similar. So those are my suggestions, my friends. I hope that's helpful and useful for you. If you're dealing with this, I just want you to know my heart goes out for you. I have so much empathy for you if you are dealing with this scenario with your loss, but just know that you're not alone and you've got this. Okay. All right. That's it, my friends. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. 